1: Welcome one, welcome all to Monday Football Monday here on the SB Nation NFL show. The show where we normally talk about all of the Sunday action the day before. We do not have that today, but we will have it every single Monday, Football Monday from here on out. Because this is week one. A reminder before we get started that this show is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNFL. That's sb one NFL. Uh, for a special offer when you sign up. That's called SBNFL, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. This is Monday Football Monday, more specifically, of course, but this is the SB Nation NFL show. You can listen to us talk about the NFL all week long. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, Apple devices, Spotify, leave a rating, write a review. Those things make us happy. You can also watch us live on the SB Nation NFL YouTube channel, the SB Nation NFL Twitter page, or the SB Nation NFL Facebook page. I'm going to be straight up with you. My name is R.J. Ochoa from SB Nation's blogging the boys. We're getting, this This is a little bit of, of turbulence in the air. It took us a little bit of a while to get off the ground as far as this episode of Monday Football Monday is concerned. There's no Pete Sweeney. Rachelle Prevett has been silenced by the internet gremlins, but here to save the day from SB Nation's Buffalo Rumblings, one of my favorite SB Nation communities, the one, the only, the handsome, the debonair. He can juggle. He can run a lap. Uh, uh, he can run a mile in four seconds flat, I've been told. Jay Spence, the king, joins us now on Monday, Football Monday. Jay Spence, is it true that you can run the fastest mile um, that any human being has ever attempted in the history of all mankind? I'm waiting for Jay Spence. I don't know what's going on with our internet issues, by the way. Um, it's, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait till Jay Spence is on the screen, make sure uh, everything's all good. Like I said, it's taken us a while uh, to get this episode put together. There he is. I think he's coming in right now.
2: Uh, Jay Spence, welcome. I don't know what happened there. I was fighting like crazy to get you on. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, man. And, and as far as that mile, I don't know. I, I don't think so. If it was, man, I think the Bills might have a job for me. But instead, I'm, I'm talking to you. You know what? They can't take um,
1: you away from your current job. Because if they did, we wouldn't be graced with all the fantastic coverage that you provide for this team. One of my favorite teams. In right. fact, I have picked the buffalo bills to represent the
2: afc in the super bowl. I'm the only person who believes okay. in the bills this offseason. <laughs> yeah, you know what it's weird, it's so weird. There's such an overabundance of support this year. Normally, like all bills fans are we're so angry. We nobody loves us. We don't get any love from the national media. Now it's like, okay, everybody loves us like okay keep buffalo a secret i think now that's what everyone is saying
1: so we have a lot to get into certainly is it is it you know uh references thursday nights opening between the bills and the rams also want to talk about an incredible thing you're doing uh and and shine some light on on a very very special project that i know is near and dear to you but i do have a lot of questions about the bills and i've kind of gone through it with the bills myself my first one though is is about the attention i said recently um here on the nfl show I'm, I'm, you know, you know, like for the last, I don't know, five, six years, every there's like this vogue team. The, oh, the Jaguars are going to be a playoff team. The Browns are going to be a playoff. Team. The Browns are, are terrible and despicable now. But, you know, there was that energy once upon a time that really happened with the Bills. Like that really happened where they were this like kind of cute underdog fun story. Uh, I I, I kind of fall for the teams with rich historical culture. The fact that I cover the Cowboys also allows me to love the Bills sort of freely given, obviously. Yeah, history. It's yeah. Uh, again apologies but it's just a necessary thing. Anyway, um but they did that and they not only, you know, kind of broke through but they stayed that the bills have staying power. That is so rare like we've we've always seen this kind of like flash in the pan one and done type moments the 17 Jaguars in the title game or the Browns when they they beat the Steelers in the playoffs we'll see if if they get back but you get what I'm saying like the Bills arrived and you said it like Buffalo's this kind of secret everyone's aware of Josh Allen everyone's aware of the coin toss and the mafia and the tables and all Kyle Brent is like the biggest Bills lover in the world like what is it like to go from I don't want to say NFL obscurity, but from one of, you know, back of the room to now center
2: stage, the dance floor, man, it's both fun and scary at the same time. Like it's fun because, you know, like your entire life, you're the kid that's in, you know, like you're the kid that's in the corner at the dance while nobody's paying attention to you. And now you're winning prom King. So it's, you know, it's like, it's the opposite extreme, but, um, But i tell you what, it's a ride that I think everybody in Bill's Mafia is ready for because, you know, you figure you go 17 years um, without making the playoffs. You go like two decades before you have a quarterback again, like a Jim Kelly caliber. And now you have this guy, Josh Allen, who's consistently going to be good enough to be considered an MVP candidate. um, Good. At at this point, playoffs isn't even the bar anymore. It's like now we know we're going to make the playoffs where it was 17 years, man. Like we didn't we didn't even make the playoffs for 17 years. So, um, yeah, as far as as far as like being front and center, it's it's a new position for us. And I think some of us have to learn how to maintain our fandom with it, you know, but it's it's absolutely a ride that I think all of us are looking forward to taking.
1: I will say not every fandom handles uh, like the crown of, of Prom King. Well, I would I would put the Chiefs up there. Mm-hmm. We saw how, mm-hmm. how they kind of reacted last season when, when the beginning was a little bit rough. Um, it, you go from like, you know, nobody liking us to everyone us with, with attention to like, how can you not have us number one in your power rankings type of, of vitriol? Right. Um, <laughs> who would you say is second as far as responsibility or credit is concerned? Um, because I would, I would posit Sean McDermott. I think he's probably the most like underrated head coach relative to how impactful he is Mm -hmm. as far as the team. Like there there are other underrated head coaches, don't get me wrong, but like he makes them so elite. And I feel like he is a Josh. If if you have Josh and you have everything, like everything falls into place there. But Sean McDermott, I feel like, I've, as, as a Cowboys fan, long admired him in Philadelphia and the tree he came from and Jim Johnson. And I feel like Sean McDermott is part of establishing the culture that makes players want to go there. I mean, obviously, it's Josh Allen, but it's it's Sean McDermott that, that makes Stephon Diggs, you know, allow the trade. I mean, who wants to go to – I remember when T.O. signed with Buffalo. I thought that was, at the time, like, so, like, man, that's the Siberia
2: of the NFL sure. type thing.
1: Yeah. But, you know, Stephon Diggs, Von Miller chooses to go to Buffalo this offseason. I mean, the bell of the ball, the Buffalo Bills are.
2: Yeah. And and that's the that's the thing, um, because it was just maybe not even we had Josh Allen and people still were like, I'm not going to Buffalo. So, you know, it took <laughs> you know, it took a couple years of Josh in the league. It took a trade for Stephon Diggs and some winning for people to now have this attitude that Buffalo is a place to be. But but no, you're absolutely right, man. Sean McDermott, I think. And I don't think you can you can separate Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean when it comes to this because mm. the culture that they bring in, the, the type of guys that they recruit or the type of guys that they bring in for, for these uh, positions, they just have these guys that, that have this family sense of pride. you know They want to be a part of the team and not just a part of the team, but they care about each other on and off the field. Every single player, every single player I get a chance to interview for my show will always tell me that they love being in Buffalo because of Sean McDermott caring um he's like a father figure and it's not Mm fake you know it's not something that you just see on tv when he's in the presser it's something that you know these guys will tell you when they go through certain things sean mcdermott is one of the guys that they can you know they depend on hearing from um they they know that they're going to hear from and then again even in the building they allow these guys to be themselves You know, and it's it's a model of the team that they want these guys to be the best version of themselves. Come to Buffalo and be the best version of yourself. That's how, you know, that's like one of our little pitches. And I tell you what, every guy that comes in statistically on and off the field and relate, whatever, whatever area you want to look at it, since these guys have been in Buffalo, it's been true. Um, Yeah, guys Mm -hmm. have gone on now, you know, but it doesn't mean that things have gone bad. It's just like look at Cole Beasley. He had his two best seasons of his career in Buffalo. He's moved on fine you know some things with covid or whatever the issues there whatever but he had two of his best seasons of his career in buffalo smoke brown same thing so yeah you come to buffalo be the best version of yourself coach mcdermott yeah that guy's he's the man you bring up cole i remember when he left obviously left the cowboys
1: um he talked about initially the facilities in buffalo and he was like they're world class and that was a big reason for my decision and and a lot of people like just dunked on him like dude you're, you're leaving the cowboys you know like the star like whatever but that has aged rather well and i remember early on and he didn't say this with any kind of slight but but you know how fans can be he said that josh Allen was one of the greatest athletes he's ever played mm-hmm. with and a lot of people like whoa you throw in shaded deck whatever you know like the way those things kind of tend to turn but like cole's assessment of the bills really aged really well mm-hmm. um i mean so so kudos to him in that sense my last question on this topic um you mentioned the word family. I feel like, and and this is just an outsider's perspective, I don't think every team um, embraces team history and team culture the way that Bills do. And I think that street goes both ways. Like, it's it's the current team, obviously, but it's also your, your franchise greats wanting to be a part of it. Some teams have these acrimonious relationships. I look at the Lions with Calvin Johnson, even Barry Sanders. It's not... You know, it's not what fans would want it to be. But I feel like Jim Kelly and, and Thurman Thomas and and you know, everybody's like a part of the 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 deal. Like it, it all feels very collegey in that sense, which the, the Bills mafia kind of has that vibe as a whole.
2: Yeah, I think it's a gift and a curse, though. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you you had a franchise that hadn't been good for two decades and you know, no no playoffs, no good quarterback play so what ended up happening is you know we idolized the guys that were last successful and you know so now it didn't matter what was going on we're going to talk about the 90s bills <laughs> you know it didn't matter mm-hmm. and and that's cool because that was the success that we had um and and those guys are so gracious i love every single one of those guys and um they're there for the new team they're you know they offer all support but now it's getting to the point where like you mentioned at the top of of the segment where hey now the bills are no longer a secret you know now we're at the front right. center so so now every interview i do it's rare like this is actually the first question about the, the 90s team that i've gotten in a while because now it, it, there's so much to talk about about today's team like you got josh uh you want to talk about trey white he's out on injured reserve so what is the defense going to look like jordan poyer's contract situation tremaine edmonds is on his fifth year is he going to be extended next year is he going to give him are they going to give him a new contract what about von miller on the defense now the defensive line is beefed up. The offensive line, you know, like there's so many storylines to talk about and that was never the case. It was always okay, uh yeah, pretty good defense, bad quarterback. That's Buffalo. And now it's now it's something to talk about, man. So, it's a great feeling. It, it's it's unbelievable as a Bills fan. It's unbelievable. Wow. The uh the JP Lossman, disrespect. But
1: anyway, okay, so let's move Purpose forward me. to this season. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh let's move forward to this season. You you kind of touched on it, but I have to start here. What constitutes a failure or success? However you want to take that, because like you said, bills are not a secret The this is no longer, you know, we, we snuck into the playoffs. Hey, we're building towards the future. No, like you're established. You're here. You're one of the contenders, if not the contender in the AFC, everybody's picking the bills to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, as as mentioned by my pick. So what, what is a success? What is a failure? Are those two things tied together? What are your
2: thoughts? Um, the Bills organization, I think, um, have been very clear about their goals. They won a Super Bowl. Um, I don't think it's Super Bowl or bust. I don't think like it's one of those things like if you don't win a Super Bowl, your team, the season was a complete failure. I do think that there are good things that can happen. We can see Josh Allen take a step forward as far as his growth. He, I know the last time we saw him, it looked like he was the perfect quarterback. But. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. when you look at last season, he still had an issue with some turnovers. He still has some issues early on with some decision-making. So let's see if we can kind of pull that together. If we can see a step forward for him, that's growth. And that's what we want to look for. We do want to see that defensive line improve against the run. So there are certain things that we're looking for overall as a season, but from the perspective of the bills fans, man, uh, this is the year. Like, honestly, (laughs) this is the year, man, because when you look at it, we've never had a roster this deep top to bottom, including the nineties rosters that made mm-hmm. it to the Super Bowl four years right. in a row. Um, like, yeah, you have your eight, your hall of Famers, So it's tough to say like, it was but when you just look at the talent, one to 53, it was not this deep. And uh, as a bills fan, it's like, Hey, if we don't go out and, and really kick some butt this season, it's going to be a tough pill to swallow. Really, really tough pill to swallow.
1: I mean, that makes sense. And I mean, I, I think you have to, I know it's it's hard to say that, but I think you have to say it's Super Bowl or bust. I mean, you have one of the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. You can make an argument, you know, number one on a lot of days. Um, you have one of the three best receivers in the NFL. You have one of the best defensive minds running that defense. You have one of the best defensive mercenaries on that team now. You have, you know, one of the best corners in the NFL when healthy. I mean, one of the best safeties in the NFL in Jordan. But like, there's all these things. And I feel like the Bills have done a great job um, of of handling adversity, both positive and negative. And I'll be straight up with you. Last year, after the Monday night loss, I was a little bit out. I did not like the the reaction post-game that felt very that felt like, you know, we've been wearing the crown and, and it's going to our heads type of energy coming from the Bills players. But to their credit, they responded, they rebounded. I also did not like the energy. And this is really more the mafia. I won't put this on you, but I have hated this perception that the bills were robbed that like you know that they were 13 seconds away whatever yeah, like yeah. this and that and like like the, the the coin toss just like screwed them like the oh no if not for the coin, like no like the bills had every chance to win that game like I, I feel like they haven't some bills fans haven't owned up to that sure. as much as I would like to see personally um, but speaking of personally it does seem like no offense to the mafia the most important people involved here have taken that personal um, I'm, I don't know how much how well you follow the NBA. I used to live in San Antonio, and this Bills team reminds me. Uh, I said this last week of the 2014 Spurs, who had lost in, in seven games the year before to the Heat. Uh, Ray Allen ruined my life, whatever. Um, but but the Spurs showed up that year in 2014, or whatever fall 2013, and it was like day one. The goal was to get to the finals and dismantle the Heat. Like there was there was no other reason to show up that year except for that. And I do kind of feel like all that energy exists in the bills ether right now like the whole goal is to show up and and vanquish that 13 seconds what like that 13 seconds is kind of arbitrary and represents whatever problem may arise but it's it's to completely and totally leave no doubt that that 13 seconds will never happen again the way they did
2: with those spurs does that make sense yeah no it makes absolute like that's a great comparison um it's it's one of those things where i I, in duo you know what to to that comparison i actually compared them to the bulls the the year that the bulls uh overtook the pistons it was like you know Mm. like you know the pistons kind of were just the tough guys for those years and you know jordan just couldn't punch through and then you know, they said, you know what? Jordan went and got his body right. He went and lifted weights. And he's like, you know, I don't care about the other games of the season. It's the Detroit Pistons. And to your point, it's the same thing. Yeah. With the Spurs and that heat season, uh, they came back and they're like, no, we're getting back to the finals. And this is the heat. We're about to knock these boys out. And so the bills, I think, um, whether you want to look at it like it's the Chiefs or if it's just necessarily overall the goal of the Super Bowl, I think it's at the point where the Buffalo Bills now, they're looking at a goal and, And it's not that they're looking past people. It's it's just that they're they're so laser focused on what the goal is. It's kind of like they're trying their their hardest to look through them. And I mean that in a way of saying, like, we're trying to grow. We want to go through you. We're not trying to go Mm -hmm. around you. We're not trying to hide. But we really want to go through all. We want to show everybody that we should be the team that you're betting on. We should be the team because we're that good and not cocky good. But we're confident that we're that good. We got the quarterback. We got the defense. Let's do it. I love what you said about going through you again. I I don't
1: mean to just like bring up everything I've ever said before in my life, uh, but something (laughs) I I say often is um, the 2015 Cowboys built their team as if they could go pick up right where Des caught it. Like they could literally go pick up right there and just, and just, you know, continue the sequence and and get to the NFC title game. You can't, you've got to climb the mountain all over again. And it does seem like the bills completely and totally understand that to your point. Um, So outside of the obvious is like, you know, injuries, things like that. What what would be the undoing of the Bills this season? Because we all are expecting fireworks, we're all expecting a huge offense, we're expecting the defense to be even better, and all that kind of comes to a head on Thursday night. You know, obviously, this is a, my team played the reigning Super Bowl champions last year, and it was a great showing for Dallas, and a lot of people were impressed. But what what would be the what, what's the what's the butterfly effect moment that this happens and 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 the thread is pulled and the season falls out from under
2: the Bills? To be honest with you, I, I think only injury. Honestly. Um, mm. Now, obviously, there's there's always a chance that another team has like a, a, a Cinderella moment. You know, you could have a quarterback that um, finally takes So you could have a Justin Herbert take another step forward and become mm-hmm. the guy. You know, you could have um, Joe Burrow get a taste of a Super Bowl last year and say, you know what, uh, let's take this and go forward and really make this team dominant or or whatever, you right. know, but.
1: Or like some or maybe like the the Dolphins yeah. experiment yeah. works. It could or absolutely like that. work because right, yeah.
2: Tariq Hill can right. take a 15 yard slant into a 75 yard touchdown. We've seen it. So, you know, we, mm-hmm. we can see a lot of different scenarios, but but the way I see it, um, like I said, as a Bills fan, I have all the confidence in the world and the team and Josh Allen and what what we're doing. Honestly, it without injury, I don't I don't see any reason for me to be afraid of the season not going pretty well. So on the subject
1: of injury, the, I I can't remember a season opener that had this much like weirdness. Like there's the Stafford injury that the Rams are just like pretending doesn't exist, right? right? Like right. The, his his arm might fall off on Thursday night. We have no, no idea. Clue. And there's, there's the <laughs> Tredavious White thing. Uh-huh. Um what's the status on that? Like when is he expected back? Back like you know like what like because you know the bills are the bills but every time people talk about them it's josh allen von miller stefan diggs like trey is kind of flying under the radar which helps obviously when you have these kind of scarier storylines percolate
2: yeah i mean it doesn't help when you bring it up because now people have attention to it (laughs) but you're right no uh he's he's actually good They, they they put him on ir he's um Expected back, I think, week six around, you know. So, okay, and that's good. He he does look good, and that he was at a point where he wanted. He, they were trying to put some pressure on the doctors, like, "Come on, man, I'm ready," uh and the doctors just weren't really at the point to do so. You know, we lost him at the Thanksgiving game last year, so I just think mm-hmm. it would be it would have been a little early. Uh, so coming back October, I feel a whole lot better seeing him suit up then than any time in September.
1: And I mean, you know.
0: rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com.
3: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
0: Go to your happy place for Happy price, go to your happy
1: price, price line. How are you going to feel Thursday night if, if the Bills lose? Oh. B- because there's, you know, to, to put myself in that situation again, because this, this show is all about me. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the, the Cowboys went into that. I don't know how well you remember, but, I, you know, I, th- I think to refresh everybody, Dak had been injured the year before. So there was, and he had also had the shoulder issue in camp last year. And then the Cowboys were on hard knocks. So everybody had that question. Dak came out and was, amazing exceptional and and really kind of silenced all those questions and so even though the cowboys lost it was a really positive sort of feeling as far as the overall season was concerned i don't think the bills are in that place i I don't think there's any kind of loss that i could feel
2: good about with them because i do expect so much from them um you know that's a great question so i've i've been actually giving bills fans a message of caution to um obviously ride your emotions Ride them high, you know, like this season is supposed to be fun. Um, the expectation mm-hmm. is that the Buffalo Bills are gonna win the division, the expectation is to make it to the Super Bowl and to win it. So, with that expectation, enjoy it. However, understand that it's a long season and it's a week to week year. Uh, we've seen teams, we've seen Tom Brady teams, uh, go two and four in the first six weeks and win the Super Bowl at the end of the year. We've seen teams, uh, like the Cincinnati Bengals last season sneak into the playoffs with a nine and eight record we've seen. So, and I'm not the Buffalo bills won't be nine and eight, but if they lose week one is what I'm saying. The season is not over. We are not a horrible team because we lost to the defending Super Bowl champions. Those guys tend to be pretty good too. They have somebody over there named Aaron Donald, who I think is the best player in the NFL. So, you know, if we lose, it it might be a little, um, a little bit disheartening for the fan base, but you know what? Like I said, it's a long season. We added another game. We're at 17 games now. I I fully I don't think we're going undefeated. We got to lose somewhere. So I think (laughs) I think uh, L.A. is definitely one of those teams that are good enough to be one of the teams that can beat the Buffalo Bills. But I, I do expect us to win. I do
1: so i am be straight up with you Jay spence i love the bills like i really do uh they're
2: this year we
1: my cousin and i we do a connected franchise on madden every year we had it's a big thing in in our you know relationship and i i generally always have rocked with the bills but now you know like i did it before it was cool just for the record um so i am super team bills but to paint a bit of a negative picture we'll have you back on at some point to kind of check in but say they lose right like you, like, you see, it's it's certainly very possible and then, by the way, I didn't had not totally realized. Got away all the way till Monday night in week two. That is a long little stretch, uh, you know, from the season opener till then. But the Titans. Everybody remembers the Monday night game, you know, against the Titans. What if? What if there is this zero and two start? What would the panic level be? I mean, because it's not impossible. Again, like just to explore all possibilities yeah. here. If there is this zero and two start, and even looking at the first six weeks, I don't doubt the Bills by any measure but I think they'll crush Miami, especially if they start off. O and to, I think that, you know, we go back to taking things personal, but then Baltimore and then Pittsburgh, I'm not at all afraid of, but then Kansas city, like these are, you know, I could see three, four losses. It, it like I could see a path to that happening. Yeah. I wouldn't
2: bet on it, but it's certainly possible. Absolutely, you have some good teams there. You have um, the Chiefs team that we just talked about being the team that we will need to beat. Like those are our, you know, that is the Pistons for the Bills this year. You know, mm-hmm. to their Bulls. That so, so no, the Chiefs are absolutely a team that can absolutely beat us. Um, look, the Ravens, I think, are going to win that division. So again, good yeah. team. The level of panic amongst the fan base would, would be unbearable for me. (laughs) It would be absolutely unbearable (laughs) for me. But um, again, like I said, I just, I realize you know, it's a long season. I know the type of players that we have. I know um, how hungry they are. I've been around uh, certain members of the team and this is the first year that I ever remember. it, It feels different with the conversation, the way they talk, the things that they talk about, how they, how they train, um they're laser focused and and you know what every every year too i feel like the the better the better every year the team gets a little bit better and it's like oh yep now we're playoff caliber okay championship caliber okay and it's like the way they're talking and now it's like no we're not afraid to say the word like now you have Mm -hmm. jordan poyer doing interviews saying no you know we want to be Super Bowl caliber. We're not saying it right. like we're cocky, and he actually said it in an interview, "We're not looking past people. We just really want to. Um, we want to manifest our dreams, and the best way to do it is to speak those things. And we're going to speak it like we want a Super Bowl. So I just think now, you know, I need the Bills fans to have the same confidence as the as the guys that's going out on the field.
1: I think that that. Like, I think everybody would say I would love to win the Super Bowl and not have to worry, you know, the entire way, you know, whatever. But like, it's I mean, it would it would be more satisfactory if you if you did try to manifest, if you did try to will it into existence, if you dealt with the lows that come with it, like the natural kind of rise and fall of of being a sports fan. So I respect that completely entirely. I have one more silly one before my most important one, Um, the red helmet thing. I would love to see it. Um what is the 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 pulse of Bills fans do they want to see the Red Helmets come back the one that Josh, by the way kind of mean of Josh Allen to tease Bills fans knowing very that mean. it was fake.
2: very mean uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a big he's a big jokester though so i think bills fans are kind of used to it now he always kind of has some type of joke that he's teasing somebody with but yeah right. i would love to see it um i think the pulse around the fan base it's it's actually kind of split a lot of people uh love the nostalgia of the 90s so for them mm-hmm. to to the success again to bring back the look would feel nostalgic, but um, there's a lot of people that's like, no, this is a new era. We got a new team, a new captain. Let's do this. And now we love the white face masks that they threw on the white. It used to be great. Oh, they're sick. So yeah, so now yeah, people are like, the gray ones were so yeah, dumb. So now they're like, leave it alone. Like we're we're perfect. Leave it alone. So I'm 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 for it either way. I just love it in Madden. I always play with like the red helmet with the red jersey and the white pants, and it just looks it Ooh. looks amazing. So. I would love to see it, but however they do, what I don't care what they play in, man. Just just go out and I, I can't wait for Thursday. I mean, look, I promise I'm not sucking up. I don't. There's not a bad Bills
1: uniform. Like I I love the the uniform combinations. I love all the uh, obviously really strong, prominent, you know, bold colors. Mm-hmm. It, it's hard to mess that up. Um, the red helmet's not my favorite. I did not like the blue face mask. Uh, with yeah, the, you know, like the, you know, red helmet, mm-hmm. the the white. I'm totally with you. Uh, but the blue was a little bit weird. I don't think anybody, back to you know the gray thing, nobody looked, no white helmet looks good with a gray no. face mask. I don't know why any team does. Like the Colts um, have done that before. Why? It's just, all it does is dull the but helmet. But it's like,
2: why? where out. did it come from either? Like there there was like no, it wasn't a prominent color in our color scheme. It, like, so yeah, I just was like out of right. nowhere. Okay, let's try gray. No, let's not do gray. Yeah. Let's not. That's a
1: good point. Even the like, um, the Niners is how uh, the face mask is gray. Like remember when it was red? Yeah. Like it used to be so much cooler. Like face, bring Make back face mask yeah. uh, personalization. Exactly, totally agree. Uh, wow, well said. Um, okay, Jay Spence, tell us. Uh, I want to let you kind of set the the stage for the fundraiser you're working on. Fundraiser is, is doesn't even you know do it justice. Please tell us about the the great work that you're doing. Yeah,
2: well, thank you for for uh, allowing me to to use your platform to do this, but, um, so my aunt was, uh, my aunt Pearl Young, uh, she was one of the victims, uh, in the shooting earlier this year at T.O.P.S. on Jefferson and Buffalo, and back in May, where, uh, someone came into the store and, and targeted 10 Black people to, uh, just an act of violence, senseless violence, so what I'm doing, um, she loved music, and I think one of the best ways to honor her is to sing and to enjoy music, so we're gonna have a karaoke party, Uh, The 16th of of September this month in Buffalo. So it's the weekend prior to the home opener with the Tennessee Titans. If you are in Buffalo, please join us. Um, You can get your tickets at Eventbrite. Just look up Bill's Mafia Karaoke or you can find me on Twitter at J Spence the King and and, uh, you can find the, the tickets there for the karaoke party or the raffle. The raffle, we have a ton of things given away. Every single dime that we're going to make on this, we're going to give to the Good Samaritan Church as a uh, as a scholarship in honor of my Aunt Pearl. So that's the church that she was a member of, and she ran a pantry for about 25 years of her life. So I, I just look to you know, really be a blessing to to that community because they've been a blessing to me. And it's so, I mean, like so many people, they've been a blessing to. So um, if you don't think you can make it, you can absolutely still make a donation. You can go on the website for the event and there's a spot there just for a donation. Every penny goes directly to the church and I appreciate you so, so much. And, and RJ, thank you for letting me do that. I appreciate it. No, of course, man. Um, I mean,
1: it goes without saying all of our condolences here uh, to you and your family. Um, a very senseless act that, that the entire country and entire world obviously um you know saw the story unfold of the tragedy and i think what you're doing using your platform is really great using your stature and and you know position um that, that you've been given and you've earned um through through coverage of the bills and just being yourself i think is really noble and, and you know awesome is not the right word obviously for, for this context but i think what you're doing is is, is just a really really beautiful and wonderful thing um so we're very happy to support you uh, in that sense so it's two dollars per raffle tickets everybody has all the information you can get six tickets for ten dollars please correct me if i'm wrong here um the you know uh they can venmo you specifically at jay spence the king and i don't cash app so i don't know if you have to put the dollar sign yeah. or if that's like an, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't It's like the i don't do time. that myself right okay so you do <laughs> dollar sign i am J spence Um, and these are, these are the prizes you have listed on the flyer, at least some, you know, uh, you've got a Bill's fan pack, uh, which would be awesome, especially for me, this, this closet Bill's fan, a wine basket, beer basket, two bottles of champagne, a Sunday dinner for four, a photo shoot, $300 voucher towards any inflatable rental, So you kind of keep the party going in that Mm -hmm. sense. Uh, signed Buffalo Bills jerseys, Stevie Johnson, Steve Tasker, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, who you were shot at, and Gabe Davis, the not-so-fantasy secret of the world. They're going to be a special guest on Code of Conduct with you. Um, I mean, this is all, like – I think people should donate, assuming they can, they have the financial means to do so no matter what. But this is a lot of great stuff that you're giving away. Um, and it's very clear and obvious how much hard work and dedication you put into honoring your hand.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and like you said, it's going to be a great time. We got, like it's going to be a very, very good time. And we might have some special guests showing up. So uh, I can't say too much because I don't want to get people in trouble. But sure. Trust me, if you're in Buffalo and you want to show you you want to show up because uh, th- stuff like this doesn't happen too often before football games. I'll just say it like that. <laughs>
1: Well, um, I predict that the Bills will be 1-0 at that time, uh, so the vibes will be good, the energy will be good, and you said it's the weekend before, you know, like everybody wants to watch the Sunday action do it, but still, you get to have the weekend yeah. before and celebrate, uh, celebrate the great life of your aunt, and, you know, then Monday, enjoy the home opener, like, just a, a good weekend with, with people you enjoy, people you love. Um, and, and, and raising a glass to, to people um, who, who we all knew and loved. So uh, Jay Spence, thank you so much uh, for your time and for your energy and your efforts and for the great work that you're
2: doing. And can't wait to check in with you later on down the road this season. Absolutely. And thank you and and uh, your team. Amazing time. Thank you so much. Hey, good luck this season to your Cowboys. Uh, I know you're a Closet Bills fan, but good luck. I got a friend that's a, a Cowboys fan and I, I make fun of him often. But But for the sake of this, I'll say good luck this year. You know what, Jay
1: Spence, I'll say this right now, Decree. If and when the Bills win the Super Bowl, I picked the Vikings to beat them in the Super Bowl. I'm getting a little bit of heat for that, um, but I would love to be wrong. Uh, but if it happens, I'll buy a Bills jersey. I feel I just I, I need an excuse to do it at this point. You right. know what I mean? The, the blue is just beautiful. I just
2: like never wear anything else. The blue jersey is wonderful. I tell you what, if the Bills make it, and let's just say it's the Vikings. If the Vikings do win, I'll still buy you a jersey because it's unbelievable to me that the Bills would lose to the Vikings. <laughs> it is. I got the Bills. <laughs> I got the Bills meeting the the Saints in the in the championship this year.
1: You're one of these people that's high on the Saints. Yeah. I don't know what, what this is. It's still a weird thing. But see, but, well, you, you know what? I've um, been high
2: on them prior to, I guess, this new wave of it, which is cool because it makes me feel and look right. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I think Jameis Winston is a very, very much improved quarterback. And I think, you know, people still have that in their mind. They still think he's the 30 for 30 guy. But if you look at his, the oh, season yeah. he was having prior to the ACL tear, he was one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Um, his, his interception is – Touchdown interception ratio was amazing. He had that offense buzzing. They have a good defense. Um, Still have Alvin Kamara. They have some good weapons. They signed Jarvis Landry as a secondary receiver behind Michael Thomas. they, They got some weapons. So just check them out.
1: The receiver core, Chris Olave, now part of that mix. Mm-hmm. I mean, but see, like that's kind of my Vikings take, like what you just said. Like I think Kirk Cousins, people think he's the, he's the meme guy. He's he's the you know Kirk Cousins dude. He's one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the NFL. He has arguably the best receiver in the NFL, and Justin Jefferson. He has maybe the best number two mm-hmm. in Adam Thielen. He has Dalvin Cook. They they added Zadarius Smith. I think that was one of the more kind of it's not it's not Von Miller, but you know what I mean. Like that's a pretty. I will say the Saints maybe have a more winnable division with with Brady kind of falling apart or the bucks falling mm-hmm. apart at least um you know aaron Rodgers still exists and and i hate him with all my heart and soul but um you know it is what it is but you know we'll see i would love to see the saints happen because if the saints get to the super bowl against the bills i'm taking whatever whatever i don't care how much the bills are favorite. i'm, by. Putting, my house on it. The
2: I'm putting my house on it man all of it <laughs> all
1: of it uh jay spence uh on twitter at jay spence the king thanks so much for hanging out yes, man sir. we'll see you later on down the road thank you take care uh, so going to try to bring in Rachelle now. I don't know how this is going to work internet wise. Um, if it wasn't obvious at the beginning of this episode, um, our internet connection and relationship was a bit spotty. So Rachelle, if you can try to join, if not, we'll get ready to say goodbye to everybody. Uh, let's see if it works.
3: Okay. Can you hear me?
1: <laughs> I can hear you, but that was never the problem in the pre-production meeting. Can you hear me?
3: <laughs> I can hear you, but it's just broken up really bad. Okay.
1: So do you have any thoughts before we try to test this out more?
3: Is this my thoughts on the upcoming on game the, week one? On
1: the Bills, the Rams, whatever you want. The floor is yours before the internet ruins this episode.
3: I mean, that's definitely like if we look at our document or whatever. Um, <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> I didn't put that in, but I think the Bills Rams is definitely going to be one of the most exciting week game, week one games we have. You guys already talked on it, just the fact that running Super Bowl champs and then you have a team that's definitely like projected to win it all this year. So I think that's going to be really excited to see. But I also put down I'm excited to see the Chiefs Cardinals game. And I'm also excited to see the 49ers Bears games up. I already, everybody already knows I'm excited for Eagles, Ravens, because, you know, those are my teams for sure, but outside of those teams, I think, like, the Chiefs-Cardinals game is going to be interesting to see, one, this will be Patrick Mahomes, like, first game, well, regular season game without Tyreek Hill, so seeing how that new offense is going to look, and also uh, for Kyler Murray, like, without DeAndre Hopkins, the fact that, this will be Hollywood Browns, like, debut as the wide receiver for that team. So that's going to be some things to look out for. And then with the 49ers at the Bears, just two young quarterbacks who are trying to cement themselves as, like, elite quarterbacks, Um, that's going to be an interesting showdown as well. So
1: what about you? Yeah. Uh Well, so – I'm interested to see the Trey Lanes thing. Uh, I know Stats is is very anxious about that. I'm with you. Uh, the Chiefs-Cardinals game is going to be all about, like, who is the bigger fraud? Like, are the Chiefs actually going to be this fraud without Tyreek Hill, or are the Cardinals just frauds because they're frauds now? Um, games I'm looking forward to outside of Thursday, and we'll, of course, preview all of them this Friday on the new version of The Look Ahead with myself, Stats, and BLG. Uh, Bucks-Cowboys, how could I not, you know, I mean... Now the Cowboys signed Jason Peters right before we started recording this. Uh, so very, I don't think he'll play, but uh, but very excited about that. I'm excited to see the Steelers in Cincinnati. Um, okay. I, I don't know that I, I, I kind of think the Bengals are this a little bit of a paper tiger. I hate to make the easy pun, um, yeah. but like I, I do kind of feel like Mike Tomlin's ready to go in there and be like, remember who you are, you know, like re- remember who, who you are, you know, this like like Mufasa talking to Simba through the clouds, you know what I mean? Like remember yeah. who you are. You are the little brother. I know know we stumbled a lot last year, but we're back. I just don't really buy the Bengals, but I'd I'd like to see them be proven wrong. Um, I'm interested to see the Jaguars in Washington against the Commanders. Will Carson Wentz fold? Will the Commanders be a disaster? What will Trevor Lawrence look like? What will Doug Peterson look like? There is a lot of intrigue to me surrounding that game. Cool. I'm also anxious to see the Packers in Minnesota. I am a, clearly a believer in the Vikings this year, as I talked about with Jay Spence. I, I picked them to win the Super Bowl. I picked Kirk Cousins to win MVP. I am all the way in on the Vikings. Finally, interested in seeing the Raiders in L.A. against the Chargers. Um, I mean obviously everybody remembers the week 18 game last year, who's going to like really announce themselves. Cause like the winner of that game is going to be the AFC West darling. And the, whoever loses that week next or that game next Monday, we're going to be like, well, they're already behind in the AFC West race. They already lost one of these games, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Um, Either way, I'm super pumped that the NFL is back. Uh, We had a great weekend of college football, had a great game Sunday night between LSU and, and Florida state. I mean, it was awesome. Great, positive energy football's back. We even made it through, People don't know, Rachel, we almost didn't do this episode. It was very yeah. difficult uh, to get this done. Um, so I want to take away your responsibility for awarding the MFW MVP. And I'm going to hand it to you, Rachel, because you made sure this episode happened. Rachel Prevet, the Monday Football Monday most valuable player here today as uh, we start week one. So congratulations, Rachel. Uh, Rachel, what do you have to say for yourself?
3: I'm just happy we made it through. It was a long time coming. It was very frustrating this morning, but we pushed through and we got it done. So, cheers to us.
1: We did. Um, and once again, uh, cheers to Jay Spence from Buffalo Rumblings joining us. Um, if you can, listeners, please make sure to go support uh, the fundraiser that he is doing. Um, very, very noble work that Jay Spence is a part of there. If you have any questions or you know about how you can support or anything like that, he is on Twitter at SpenceTheKing. Or you can uh, tweet at me or DM me. My DMs are open at RGOchoa or Rachelle. Uh, Rachelle is on Twitter. Rachel Prevent, right? Rachelle? Or no, Rachel Monique. I, I oh, Monique. I know. I always get confused. I mean, because I never like address you as Rachelle Monique. <laughs> Maybe I should start doing that. Uh, yeah. So, you know, uh, but so if you have any questions, please tag us in them and we would be happy to point you in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, so, Rachelle, we're going to close out with you giving us a fun fact. It can be anything about the world about food about animals give us a fun fact something that everyone's gonna listen to and go wow that's interesting the floor is yours a
3: fun fact about me i always use this one i my name from my parents so rachel is a combination of raymond and michelle people always are curious they're always like oh it's rachel or you know like Uh, butcher my name but that's a fun fact
1: that is very cool um I mean because like i i bet you've probably gotten rachel a lot like in your life like people (laughs) people probably mispronounce it all the time to be very clear i have never assumed it was pronounced rachel i always knew it was rachel um wow look at that yeah look at at, that is a fun fact
3: i always use it Yeah.
1: yeah wow okay all right um i was thinking more of like a like an animal related thing like i don't know like um like 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 elephants sleep for six months at a time or something. I don't know, like whatever I'm it was. But. Person, I
3: have an idea. <laughs> uh
1: well, great job, Rachelle. Great job, Jay Spence. Great job, loyal listeners for making it through. Um, another week uh here on Monday Football Monday. Oh, and this, by the way, kicks off our new schedule here on the Espionation NFL show. So Wednesday is the, the brand new show, obviously, where, where stats is gonna bring. I don't want to say um, who it's going to be, but stats has a phenomenal interview lined up on Wednesday afternoon. Yes. Right. So that's our Wednesday show. And then my, uh, Friday's obviously we got the look ahead. We're, we're ready to roll. Rasha, are you ready for football season? I'm ready. I'm so ready. Okay. All right. Well, look at this. Our internet worked out. <laughs> okay. Let's just leave before it, it all falls apart. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next Monday with 16 games. No, not 16. Uh, 14 games to talk about because we got Thursday night and then we'll have Monday night. So 14 games to talk about next week on Monday Football Monday.